that's the way you do it You play the guitar on the MTV That ain't working Hello and welcome to the Weekly Stuff Podcast with Jonathan Lack and Sean Chapman. We are here to talk about stuff this week on the show. It is not my birthday. My birthday was back in October, uh, but we were going to be doing a special birthday podcast for me, just as we did a very special birthday podcast for Sean last oh, yes. week, which you guys heard on November 23rd. If you have not listened to that one, uh, I don't want to spoil what it's about. It's a trip. It's wonderful. It took us a month to record. So Sean's 30th birthday podcast was great. My 30th birthday podcast got delayed a little bit because we needed to have a special guest here for what I had planned to help us administer what we're going to do. And that special guest, who is here today, luckily he couldn't make it back in October, he's here now, is my brother Thomas. Thomas Lack. How are you doing, Thomas? I'm doing great. I'm ready to uh, help you operate this crazy thing you have planned. Yes. So just as you guys heard for Sean's 30th birthday podcast, the whole idea was Sean got to pick any topic in the world he wanted to do, and I had to play along with it. And I did for a month. Um, yep. <laughs> and it was great. Uh, my YouTube recommends messed up forever. They're never coming back, and that's okay with me. Uh, but Sean, today... I, now I get to tell you what we are doing for today's special podcast and why Thomas is here to help. Uh, do you have any guesses of what this might be? I have I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I've been sitting on this for like a month and a half, basically, at this point. Um, yeah. And I mean, I had no idea at the time. I don't know now. Um, there is an ominous uh, folder in our shared podcast uh, thing that says Jonathan's birthday podcast docs. It's just staring at me ominously. Um, but I do not know what, what lies therein. Yes. So, a couple quick pieces of housekeeping just before we dive into it. I want to say, one, I am recording from my parents' house because I am here over the Thanksgiving break. I am also on a different mic than I usually use, although it's a mic we used to use. It's the Blue Snowball. This is my travel mic, easier to sort of bring around. So I'm on that. It might sound a little different. Uh, my parents have a new dog named Lufa, who is very territorial and barks a lot, so I will try to cut those out if they happen, but it might happen. Uh, yeah, we were recording across three different time zones, because Sean is in Texas, Thomas is in Portland, Oregon, and I am in Denver, Colorado, so we're all in a different time zone, but we're gonna make it work, should be fun, and, uh, this, the sort of end of November podcasts have been pre-recorded a little bit, we will get back to normal stuff in early December with reviews of God of War Ragnarok and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and all that good stuff, so that is coming, but today, what are we doing? So this has a little bit of a backstory, and here Thomas can help because he was involved in this entire <laughs> backstory. I wasn't uh, that involved. You were a little involved. A little. Uh, do you guys remember the pandemic? You remember COVID? Hardly. It, yeah, it, it, sometimes it comes up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so COVID-19 happened in 2020, and we all were locked inside, and I wound up kind of, I had gone home for spring break when all the lockdown orders happened, and so then I just didn't go back to Iowa, and I didn't have a bunch of my stuff with me. I think I had my Nintendo Switch. I didn't have my PS5, because that was a whole saga for a while, is that I didn't mm -hmm. have my, that's why we didn't do Persona 5 Royal when it came out, is because I didn't have my PlayStation with me. I didn't have anything with me. So, uh, one of the things I did to entertain myself during that period is, uh, Sean, do you know the game Monopoly? I'm I'm aware, yeah, I've played it occasionally. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, and you know, like, Dungeons and & Dragons and RPGs and stuff like that, right? Tabletop yes. RPGs? I decided 
I wanted to make a sort of tabletop RP. My initial idea was just that actually, I think I had gotten or I had found or something a D20, a 20-sided dice. And I was like, uh-huh. I want to integrate a D20 into Monopoly somehow. And so I started writing a set of rules that I called Chaos Monopoly. And Chaos Monopoly uh, ballooned into a the rule book that we will be using today is a 36-page PDF uh, that I wrote over the course of the past two years that added a bunch of extra conditions and random chance and other things you could do into Monopoly based on RPG, tabletop RPG-esque stat rolls using D20s. Uh, my initial idea just being, I want to create a Monopoly where you can do stuff like rob the bank, murder opposing players, all the chaotic things you want to do in Monopoly but never can. Uh, and I and I added that. But then I started adding random chance systems and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I never talked about this online. There are like five people on Earth who know about this. Uh, Thomas was around for some of this, so he helped me play test it, where we would just take the rules as I had it, and we would try, and it would kind of get fucked up because I had too many ways the player could die, and it ended too fast, so we had to add things like a whole live system. Uh, and it ballooned and ballooned and ballooned. Uh, eventually my stepsister did play it with me, uh, and she and her boyfriend got into it and thought it was very funny. Uh, so they've played it, but otherwise I have not shared this online. I have not told anyone about this. Sean, you have no idea about it, Mm -hmm. but what we are going to be doing today is as well as we can online over zoom, we are going to be playing a game of chaos monopoly using my bespoke rules uh, with Thomas as sort of the referee rule keeper, he's going to keep the game going. It'll be mainly you and me playing, Sean, uh, because this game takes some administration. Thomas will be our our Monopoly master, basically. Yeah, the game master. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to open up that mysterious folder in the Google Doc, uh, yeah, you will okay. see you will see that there are I think three things there. There's a Monopoly Google Sheet spreadsheet. That's the board, so you can go in there, and we will be playing on there. You can drag the pieces around, stuff like that. Um, and then Thomas will be keeping score. Thomas will also be sharing his screen so we can sort of see the main events, and I will be recording that over Zoom here, uh, and hopefully that will be in the video version of the podcast that you could be watching on YouTube right now uh, with our faces cut out, Um, but just the board and everything. And then there is the rule book, and you are going to want the rule book, Sean. uh, Yes, I think I probably will. Because I think the first thing we're going to want to do is just go through the rules but before we do some of that thomas did i describe this right is there are you do you have other memories of the development of chaos monopoly that we need to talk about well you sort of glazed over some of the the play testing aspects um <laughs> i mean you you covered pretty well that there were too many ways to die and i think the first time we played it was only around a 12 page rule book at that point yeah yeah um already too complicated so of course it's three times as long now uh but i think i won the first game on like turn three by deciding I was going to kill you and I got a lucky roll. Yeah. And then, uh, so then you decided there had to be something else. So I guess we'll cover that in more detail soon. But yeah, you, but you get turn- the gist of it. I would say this is version, this is like major revision three of the rules. That's probably right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and try to make it as smooth as possible. And I will, for people who want to play this themselves, all you need is the rulebook and a standard edition Monopoly. Uh, you could use a non-standard edition as well and just adjust the numerical values. Um, and you can play this. So I will put the rules out there. I will try to put a link with the podcast show notes for people who want to follow along at home. Uh, Sean, what's your initial reaction to this? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, wh- what? 
So, you know, if you rewind the podcast a little bit, you're like, oh, we can figure out which one was, like, a weirder thing for the birthday podcast. You fucking win. Like, no <laughs> contest. What the f- what the fuck is... Why? What? How? Huh? Th- that's my reaction. Yours took a month. This is... I'm asking you for, like, two hours of your time. Jonathan, yours took, like, two fucking years. What okay, are you talking that's about? That's true. That's true. You're right. There's... Just, just to give people a little bit of context, uh, the, the rule book uh, PDF that you've shared with me is a 36-page single-spaced document. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it is. It is a hefty rule book. You know, it's certainly no, it's, you know, it's not like a Dungeons and Dragons fucking full, you know, monster's guide and shit like that. But it's a lot more than you'd get out of a standard game of Monopoly. That is for sure. So should to we go fair, through the rules? Oh, sorry. Just to be fair, the first 10 pages are... Like the only things you need to actually know before you start. Okay. Oh yeah, everything else makes is the random events. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't make you feel better. The random events are where it gets weird. <laughs> fucking twenty-four pages of random events. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That are all itemized. Some of them like go, you know, like oh, okay, this is point A. This is point B. This is point B sub point I. Point B, sub-point, point I-I, sub-sub-point one, sub-sub-point two. Like, some of these go pretty fucking deep um, as I'm scrolling through this document. Is this something I need to, like, be bringing up in therapy, Sean? Yes. Have you not brought it up in therapy yet? No, she doesn't know about it. Uh, you should you should, you should, should mm. discuss this with your therapist. Okay. Should I just send this ahead of time, like, hey, for tomorrow? <laughs> you might want to peruse this document. Yeah. We're going to have a rousing game of Chaos Monopoly for my next therapy session. All right. Uh, Sean, let's go through the rules here. So, here's the starting the game section at the beginning. So, uh, we all start with $2,000, adjusted from 1500 in the base game. We are each going to roll a d20 to determine the role of order of play. Highest roll goes first, lowest roll goes last. Pretty simple. One condition that we start with is there is a trust fund condition. So before we start playing, we're going to roll a d20, and if we roll an 11 or higher, you get a trust fund. It is not accessible to you at the start of the game. It will be available after the third time the player passes go. This is one of the conditions Thomas has to keep track of is how many times we pass go. Uh, The size of the trust fund will depend on the roll from $300 up to $1,200. Withdrawals from the trust fund are available after you pass go two times. At this point, you can choose to withdraw all or some money from the fund. However, if you choose to leave all or some money in the fund, that money will continue appreciating over time, and there are rules about that. Uh, if you have the trust fund, you will get the trust fund condition. This is one thing Thomas will be keeping track of, is there are many different conditions that can be applied to the player. In fact, Sean, if you go to the final page of the document, you will see the number of conditions that there are. Uh, and they all have an acronym. Uh, and there's there's a lot. So that's 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 useful. I like the, the acronyms. That way, yeah. you know, when you can say, oh, I've got a KHD, we all know what that will be referring to. I don't remember what or that whatever refers the to. fuck a, a moist man. Why is Squirrel Girl in this? <laughs> you'll see. You might you'll see. see. Okay, so that's how we're going to start the game. Here's the general rules, though. So general rules. Standard Monopoly rules apply except where specified throughout these modified rules. We will still be buying property, all of that kind of stuff. We can trade property if you want, anything like that. Two types of dice are in use. We're going to use a standard pair of six-sided die for movement around the board, just like in regular Monopoly. And then okay, that deep- makes sense. Because yeah. you were saying 20-sided dice for Monopoly earlier. I'm like, man, you can fucking you can get through a game of Monopoly real fast if you roll the 20s more sometimes. That's a Sonic Monopoly. You can go really fast throughout the game. Uh, no, but you will use standard six-sided die to move. 
And then a d20 will be used for all of our random events and probability. So, here is the biggest thing to know about Chaos Monopoly, Sean, is that at the beginning of every turn, before you do anything else, before you move, buy property, sell property, any of that, you have to roll a d20 to determine the random event that will happen to you on that turn. There are four sets of random events. Uh, four sets of 20. So there are 80 total random events in this game. And it corresponds to which one of the streets you are in on Monopoly. So if you're on the first street, which is Mediterranean Avenue through Connecticut Avenue, you roll from set one. If you're on street two, set two, etc., etc. And this is all indexed in the rulebook. Uh, if you are in prison, you don't roll for random event because there are other roles related to being in jail that take that place. And uh, yeah, all event-based roles take place before rolling for movement. So you might have other things determined by player conditions that you have to do at the start of your turn uh, that you will find out as we play the game. I'm just like wishing like as we played the game, I wish there was like from when you originally created these, like like audio logs or something that you could just like put in like a fucking documentary as we go into the madness of whatever the fuck this thing is and then i, I will flash back to you going through your own personal madness um you yeah. know we all had to do things to cope um with like the isolation <laughs> and the trauma of the pandemic this is a pretty unique coping method though thank you uh you can ask whatever questions you want as we go and i will answer to the best of my ability or thomas is here to make fun of me too I mean, I just am still fascinated by it. I just can't grasp my head around, like, the starting point about how this became a thing you wanted to do to the point that you actually did it. It's one thing to have the idea of, like, <laughs> oh, it would be funny if you did, like, a D&D &D Monopoly thing. It's another thing to write a 36-page rulebook about it. Thomas and I play Monopoly a lot. I should say that. When we are in, like, the same place, we do play long games of Monopoly, and it's something we enjoy doing. But I think we just got increasingly bored with the basics of it, and that led to this. Be careful throwing around the word we there, Jonathan. Okay. Yeah. I went along with it because it was fun, but uh, this was not my brainchild in any way. That sounds like I'm pressuring you into doing drugs or something. Like, hey, hey, I was never the one into heroin. I went along with it because it was fun. <laughs> Well, All right, so yeah. moving on. Because death is a possibility in this game, there are a million ways to die in this game, you do have heirs who can take over and continue the game in the event of death. You have two heirs at the start of the game, which means basically three lives. Um, so if you die, it can pass to an heir. If it does pass to an heir, you will be assessed a 25% estate tax of all money on hand, unless otherwise specified by random event conditions, such as storing your money in an overseas tax shelter. When the player dies and play moves on to an heir, the heir does not inherit status conditions such as divorce or childcare payments <laughs> or criminal history, though they maintain access to the trust fund or any stock market investments. So, and there are ways to gain heirs through the random events. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and play ends either through the normal Monopoly thing of you go bankrupt or you lose all your heirs. And you're in all the games we've played of this, it has never ended with someone running out of money. Yeah, that's never happened. So, so it's it's Monopoly or die basically yeah. is mm -hmm. is this game. That might be an even better name than Chaos Monopoly, but yeah. All right, uh, other uh, rules. You do not go to jail for the speeding condition. In the base game, if you roll doubles three times in a row, you went to jail. We got rid of that. You have to pay a $50 fine, but then your turn ends. Uh, there are player choice opportunities, and I will walk you through those in a second. Those are open to you at any time unless otherwise specified, but they should be undertaken before rolling for movement, except in case-specific provisions like tax avoidance or fighting opposing players. 
Uh, fines and taxes are paid to the free parking space, and landing on free parking grants one all of the money in the pool. This is a uh, this is something people do in regular Monopoly as well, but um, not everyone plays it that way. So I did want to specify that. And then for non-murder crimes, standard Monopoly rules apply for getting out of jail, which is either rolling doubles or paying a fine, along with the additional escape provision, which is a player choice opportunity. Okay, I didn't I didn't process any of that information, but okay. Okay, so, Sean, uh, if you continue down to the player opportunity rules, these are things that you can choose to do while playing the game. So, you could choose to start an overseas tax shelter. Um, I'm not going to go through in super depth, because we would be here all day, all of the uh, things for all of these, but I just, if you want to do any of these during the game, then we will go to these rules and we will go through them. Uh, but the overseas tax shelter is fairly simple, um, but it basically gets you out of taxes during the game. You can invest in the stock market at any time, and then that is a sort of thing your value will appreciate over time, or not. It could wipe out. You can gamble with other players if you want. I, You can pay for rent services or the purchase of property with counterfeit money. This is definitely one you want to keep in mind, because it gets harder the more times you do it. But if you do it once or twice, you might get away with it. Uh, so there you go. That's counterfeit money. Uh, you can hijack the railroad and demand a ransom. If you are near a railroad space, you have to be within three spaces of a railroad you do not own, and you can try to hijack it. Uh, there's a long one here about committing insurance fraud on your properties. So if you have properties, you could try to burn them down for the insurance money. You can do that. Uh, you can murder the opposing player. There are two ways to murder the opposing player. You can do it directly, uh, which is a 15 or higher to succeed, or you can hire an assassin, which is six or higher to succeed, although you will have the first-degree murder condition at that point, which does uh, result in some other things. You can assault and rob the opposing player. You can commit identity theft. This is one of my favorites. Uh, you can just try to steal their identity and then spend their money. That's pretty good. You can rob the bank, and there are two options. You can do a solo armed robbery or a crew armed robbery. Uh, you can commit crimes when building a house or a hotel. These ones were inspired by the life of Donald Trump and the ways he okay. has uh, shorted contractors and laundered for the Russian mafia. So those are basically, you can do that if you want. You want to live the life of Donald Trump, you can do that. These, those are probably the least bad things he's ever done in his life. Uh, yeah, and then there are some context-based conditions. Um Every time you, you land on a railroad space you do not own and must pay rent, you do have to roll to see if you accidentally get hit by the train. If you roll a three okay. or lower, you die. If you are in prison, you have to roll to see if you have been murdered in prison. You can try to escape. And if two players ever land on the same space, they must fight uh, and roll to see who wins. Did I do a good job describing the basics here? Sure. I, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I think that's every... Yeah, we just need to go over the random events and then... Well, we're not going to read the random events started. yet. The random events, when we get to them, like, like Tom, we will roll. Thomas is going to handle the rolls for us. And let's say, Sean, if you roll one, t like you're on street one and you roll a 10, then we will scroll to that and you will, you or I, whoever has rolled the random event, I want you to read out the entire rules conditions because they will be very funny and they are all a surprise for you, Sean, because you haven't seen this rule book before. Okay, yes. All right. Are we all on and board? Just Tom? if you haven't picked up on it, <laughs> since there are four streets and there are twenty possible random events per street, Jonathan wrote eighty random events that can happen. Most yeah, of them yes. won't happen, but um, there are eighty things that can happen. Some of them will kill you. So, 
Lots of you them know. kill you. But I can, I can only pray for a merciful death from this game. <laughs> that's 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 my expectation going in. Is to, you know, get a few rolls in, make a little bit of money, and then die peacefully. Sean, are you ready to play Chaos Monopoly? Fuck it, sure. Alright, Thomas, if you want to go ahead and share your screen, that would be great. Alright, here we go. Alright, uh, and I am recording this meeting just so we can uh, have this screen for later. Alright, so we've got the board, we've got everything. Sean, do you want to be the car, the dog, the top hat, or the iron? Uh, the car. It is the most powerful. Okay. I want to be the dog. We can just get rid of that top hat and iron. One of you know, if this is a game where you can die, and I am the car and you're the dog, I think the conclusion of this game <laughs> should be rather evident right now. Um, if I choose to try to murder the opposing player, pretty dark. All right, so first thing you're we the need one to do, the fucking game. Thomas, can you roll a d20 for each of us and see who goes first? Uh, yeah, Jonathan's first. You got a two. Okay. Sean got a seven. All right, so Sean, so Sean... will go first. Now let's see the trust fund condition. Uh, Thomas, let's roll for Sean first, see what his trust fund winds up at. Okay, that's a 10. Uh, so he, he does, does not have a trust fund. Does not have a trust fund. Oh, I'm no. sorry, Sean. It's just it's just like real life all over again. Yep. <laughs> Thomas for Jonathan. 18. Oh, I have a $1,000 trust fund, so make sure you not note oh, that. Oh, weird. Oh, weird. The guy who made the game. Oh, weird. He gets to start with more money, huh? You're watching totally it on the screen right now. It's a app on the internet that's rolling the dice. I don't, I don't know where the fuck you got this. I don't know what you're doing. Look, You, you could have rigged this. Sean, I want to be clear. Thomas would love nothing more than to see me lose this game. <laughs> I'm guessing. It's true. It's true. I would love... It would be really, really funny to me if after all of this explanation, Jonathan died in like three turns. That would be good. All right. Well, Sean, you get to go first. I am the one with the trust fund, though, so you are the underdog here. Um, yeah. Do you want to go ahead this and... It's ironic because you're the literal dog. Yeah. All right. So, Sean, are you ready to start? Yes. Let's roll, roll, roll a dice. All right. So... Do we start with the random event or the movement, Jonathan? The random event. So okay. he rolled a, what is that, a 14? It's a 14 on road one. Okay, so road one, 14, is going to be, oh, this is a good one, save the life of a contractor. Sean, do you want to read that out for us? Uh, yes. So save the life of a contractor, Subpoint A. Roll to determine their generosity to see how they will pay you back. If I get a one to three, the contractor is an ungrateful dick and will do nothing for me. If I roll a 4 to 9, the contractor will build one house on all your properties of the same color for free. If I roll a 10 to 15, the contractor will build two houses. Uh, 16 to 18, three houses. 19 to 20, the contractor will build a hotel on all my properties for free. Uh, B, if I do not have enough properties to build houses at the time of this roll, I can save the effect for later. The contractor's gratitude will wait for me. Depending on what you roll here, this could be a really helpful one. This is true. I mean, you know, I won't get anything immediately, but I could potentially get... Um, some property in the future. Yeah. Um, so Thomas, you want to roll for save the life of a contractor? Yes. Yes. Let's see what he gets. That's a thirteen. 
Okay. okay so that two means houses. I get two houses. So I get to put that in my bank yes. for later. Mr. Contractor, I will call you up after I have I have saved his life um, heroically. All right. Uh, and then it looks like for movement, do you want to roll again for movement, Thomas, and see how far? Oh, I moves? already did. He got oh. to Connecticut Avenue. Okay. Uh, do you want to buy Connecticut, Sean? Fuck yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. I'm going to put a little S in here. I'll just write your whole name. And that was $120. I probably don't need to narrate uh, everything that's going on. We can banter while you're doing the work, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, we're making Thomas do all the hard work here, so. All right. Yeah, so I now I now own Connecticut Avenue. Um, and wait, oh, okay, because well, I, I am also going to have to remember the normal rules of Monopoly, to be clear, because I have not played Monopoly in like 10 years, so. What do you, what do you need to can know? Can you only build property when you own all three, or yes. only build like houses or whatever, you hold all three, okay. Yeah. So, you so need I need to, to eventually th hold all three of some color to then be able to put those two houses on them. Yes, indeed. Yep. All right. Okay. Okay, so it's my turn, Thomas. Go ahead and roll for me. All right, your random condition is seven. All right, number seven is you collect all seven Dragon Balls. You summon the mythic dragon Shenlong, who will grant you one wish. You may wish for anything except to win the game, to kill your opponent or their heirs, or for infinite money. Otherwise, I can make whatever wish I want. Uh, my wish is I wish to own Boardwalk and Park Place. Why would you stop there? Why would you not wish to own all property in the game? I, I, because that would be mean. I okay, probably should have limited this one. That seems a little unbalanced as a random condition. Or you could, you could have wished for the opposing player to never be able to roll the die again. Well, um, then that would just be the end of the game. I think that would, uh, that would not be in the spirit of the, of the condition. Yeah, but you could have only. you could have wished for um, infinite money minus one dollar, which is not technically infinite money because it's an infinite amount of money sub with one dollar subtracted from it. This clearly, clearly, this wish was wasted on you. Is the point that I'm making, Jonathan? Well, if you get it, you can make whatever wish you want. All right, I'm going to be aiming. That's my goal: is to get back around to the first street and roll a seven, um, and get all seven Dragon Balls. It turns out I landed on Reading Railroad. I am going to buy it. I love the railroads, so I own Reading Railroad. Minus 200 yeah, there. Buy, buy all the railroads. The railroads are actually strategically very useful in this game. They are. Yes. So, I, that's especially always what I used to do. Rob them. They're even yes. useful if you don't own them. <laughs> all right. Wait, was there something about you having to roll to see if you got hit by the train? Wasn't that a thing? No, because I bought it. That doesn't mean that you're not at risk again. Okay, sure. Thomas, roll the dice. If I, if well, three no, or it's, lower, when, I it's specifically when you pay rent on a railroad. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Well, it's because you're staying Why there. Would... You have a longer time to get hit by it. Well, I mean, you just, you're just going to be crossing. Presumably, you're cross... it should be every time you cross the railroad, you should have to roll a dive to see if you're hit. That would be my. That's logically what makes sense to me. Well, next time we play this, we'll uh, adjust it for you, Sean. Yeah, let's we can, right. yeah, get a notepad and make some notes for these. We, we got to stick add. to the written rules for now. Otherwise, otherwise we're no better than the animals. All right, yeah. uh, Sean, it's your turn again. Thomas, you want to hit the hit the roll for him? What have we got? Yes, your random condition is 11. And you are still so, on road And that's one. still the first road? Okay, yes. so 11. On a whim, you decide to wear a French beret one day. 
Um, while in a coffee shop, a French gangster mistakes you for a contact and leaves a package with what turns out to be 25 pounds of crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. You have two choices at this point. The narc option, turn the cocaine into the police, which turns out to be key evidence in taking down an international drug smuggling ring, one of the largest RICO prosecutions in the history of New York State. You are awarded the key to the city and $2,000 for your conscientiousness. Or the kingpin option, you decide to deal the drugs, establishing a network with the help of your oldest child. I assume the oldest child is also one of my heirs? Yes. Is that what that means? Okay. Um, who has dropped out of high school after skipping so much school to do drugs. You must have at least one heir to use this option. They instead turn out to have a big aptitude for drug dealing. Uh, Sub-sub-point sub, one, you now have the kingpin condition, KP. This will last eight turns, as that is how long it will take to move all 25 pounds of crack cocaine. On each turn you have this condition, you must roll a three or higher to avoid detection by the authorities. Each turn you safely avoid the cops. You collect $500 in drug money profits. If at any point you are arrested, you go directly to jail and have all your money seized. Additionally, your oldest child is killed in the SWAT raid that takes down your operation and you thus lose one heir. I'm going kingpin. Okay. Fucking give it, give it to it. <laughs> All you know, right. I mean, one thing to be clear, regardless of whether or not I pick the kingpin condition, it's clear that my oldest child has already dropped out of high school due to dealing drugs. That has nothing to do with this. That's the thing that has already occurred. So I have no choice but to lean into it. Um, I'm going to stand by my oldest child. And man, if he's going to do drugs, I'm going to make sure that I'm owning the business <laughs> that deals with all this shit so I can make sure that he is safe. Not the logic I expected, but I do like it. So we just have to remember that you have KP, the kingpin condition, and we will have to keep an eye on that from now on. I just should go get a big white suit on, so, like a cool cane. A clarification question is, does he have to roll a three this turn, or does that start next turn? That starts next turn. Okay. Yeah. You have to get a, a streak of eight turns, or you'll lose your son. Yeah. Or daughter. So and anyway. You roll a six. All right, so where does he go on the board? Pennsylvania Railroad. I will buy it. All right. And you rolled block doubles. Jonathan's intended monopoly of him trying to own all the fucking railroads. Not on my watch. <laughs> how, how This is how I'm going to deal my drugs, too. I'm going to use the railroads, move my product that way. Um, it's old school. Indeed. All right, so Sean owns Pennsylvania Railroad, uh, and then it is my turn. Uh, Sean rolled doubles, actually. Oh, so he gets to go again. Yes. Does he do it? It's just the roll, right? It's not another random condition. No, not another random condition. Okay. So this time you're at Tennessee Avenue. Would you like to buy it? Uh, how much money do I have? I you got have 1680. Uh, yeah. Uh, then yes. Okay. I'll bring you down to. So then that would leave me at 1500. Yeah. All right. Productive turn for Sean. I want to own every place named after a state because that's everything I've bought so far is named after a state. This is my new, this is like my supervillain origin. Perfect. State right. man. <laughs> let's see uh, where I go. I'm still on road one, so let's see what random condition I get here. You got one. Oh, I got one. Okay, number one is the Airbud scenario. You adopt an adorable golden retriever. One day you bring your new friend to the park where there is a sports recreation area, including a small basketball court. The dog sees some kids bouncing a basketball and rushes over to play. Roll to see what happens. If I roll an 11 or higher, the dog miraculously dunks the ball in an incredible play. It turns out he's a naturally talented doggy basketball player, and since it doesn't say in the rules that a dog can't play basketball, is quickly drafted into the NBA and becomes an all-star player, bringing me fame and fortune, and I earn $10,000 in royalties from the dog's basketball prowess. 
but 10 or lower, and the dog will accidentally knock the ball into a kid's face, breaking his nose. You and your dog run away from the park and have a hearty laugh about the hilarious mishap. Your dog is not a basketball player, but he is a good and loyal friend, and you have many good times together, though you do avoid that park from now on. All right. Okay, then. You got 11. (laughs) Yes, I get (laughs) $10,000. Jesus. Okay, then. Just adding a zero to my uh, <laughs> current tally of money, and I have a cool basketball playing dog. Sean, how do you like these conditions so far? You know, it's I'm I'm in a different world than you. You're over there <laughs> with your dogs playing basketball. I'm moving product. You know, I'm in discussions with um, I, what it was the French uh, mob. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I'm just we're we're just living in different places right now. You know, you can have fun over there. With your like magic money you got from your fucking basketball playing dumb dog, um, I'm dumb I'm dog. dealing with some real shit. Okay, my right. my son is on drugs right now. <laughs> Jonathan, did you want to do anything with your money before you move? No, that's okay. Where am I moving okay, to? Okay, so some bad news for you. You did land on Sean's property, Connecticut Avenue. Uh, the rent for that is eight dollars. Uh, I'll pay it. Okay, so there you go. All right, Sean, you got $8, uh, and now it is your Thanks. turn again. But we do have to keep in mind your kingpin condition. This is turn one of your kingpin condition. So what does he have to roll for that, Thomas? A three? Three or higher. All right. So let's see. Uh, he's okay this turn. Okay. So I get $500 for that, right? Yep. It's... Oh, boy. Okay. Dude, we can't all just stumble upon Magic Basketball playing dr- uh, dogs. Some of us has to make our money through hard fucking work. Yeah. No, and that's the real world. Does he also get a random condition? Yeah, why not? Okay. Okay. But now we're on road Because now we're on street two, right? Yes. Oh, you got a 20. Oh, that's a good one. So you got a uh, critical roll. You achieved a critical roll. As a reward, you have three options. A $2,000 cash payment. You can take any property of your choosing from an opposing player. And you can, or you can earn three get out of jail free cards. You can pick one of those. I would take the three get-out-of-jail-free cards. Okay. Sean has three get-out-of-jail-free cards. Let's remember that. Consider you just got $10,000 for nothing. $2,000 just feels like, who needs that? I figure that there's probably some multiple bullshit ways I'd end up in jail, including being a drug kingpin, so... I, I'm guessing the get-out-of-jail-free cards are probably more valuable than $2,000. That's a good point. That means that if you do fail on your drug kingpin rolls now, you'll get out of jail for free. Exactly. Your kid will still be My dead. My son will but, be dead. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, I mean, he's kind of an asshole, so. All right. Well, and considering you can die in jail, it's not bad. All right. So, and how far does he move, Thomas? Uh, seven, which puts him at the B&O Railroad. Oh, shit. Would you like to buy that, Sean? Yes. Yeah, I got to move that product, man. <laughs> You've taken I'm to this with gusto. The, uh, I'm glad. Yeah. You're using the infrastructure of the American West. Exactly. All right. Uh, and then I guess it's my turn. And I'm still yes, down sir. on road one. I haven't moved that far. You got a 13. I got a 13. Okay, let me find it. Uh, 13 is... Doctor discovers you are immune to cancer. This is good. So I now have cancer immunity. <laughs> that's Okay, that's not a thing, but okay. All right, so I am immune to cancer. So keep that in mind, because now there is an event where you get cancer. I can't get cancer, so you can put that on my conditions. 
Now, I can choose one of two things. I can either donate my blood to science, curing cancer, and earning myself a Nobel Peace Prize, and I will go down in history as one of the greatest individuals in human history, or I can sell my blood to a major pharmaceutical company, creating a capitalist hellscape in which the poor suffer and die from cancer regularly, but the rich can afford a cure. You will have the cancer immunity asshole condition, also known as CIA, but my reward for passing go is increased from $200 to $1,000, I will take option two. I am a cancer immunity asshole. Uh, okay. Okay. So was there no plus side for the other option other than just no, the adulation just of just the adulation the world? Yeah. Okay. It's a Jonas yeah, Salt kind of situation, except Jonas for, Salt for wasn't naturally immune to polio. <laughs> for a thousand dollars every time you pass go, that's that's why you've done this. Yeah. Great. I'm I'm sure you're looking forward to going to go then. All right. Uh, yeah, and then how far do I move? Uh, you got a five, so you're at Virginia Avenue. I will buy it. It's $160. Are you sure you can afford it? I have plenty of money. Oh, you were being sarcastic. Oh, no. <laughs> Thomas has a dry sense of humor, so sometimes I don't immediately know he's joking. Yes. All right. I think that's it for this turn. All right. I'm I'm very upset that you bought one of the state named spaces. I'm sorry, I feel like Sean. that's I mean. I'll I will find a way to take that from you. Alright then. Never know what'll happen. You can offer, we can do bartering if you want. No, I'm not making a deal with you. You fucking sold your blood to the <laughs> pharmaceutical companies and doomed humanity. Um so yeah, fuck off. I know I know I do drugs, but that's fucked up, man. <laughs> So we are on road three. What did Sean roll for this one, Thomas? He got a two. Okay, this is great. The no country for old men scenario. Okay, so one day you drive out of, to the desert for fun. You go off-roading and come across a shocking scene. A bunch of dead bodies played out in the harsh desert sun, surrounded by all manner of guns and a big briefcase containing $50,000 in cash. It looks like rival cartels had some violent negotiations. This is all fitting my overall narrative. Uh, <laughs> figuring they're all dead and there's no danger to you, take the money and run. Unbeknownst to you, the money bag has a tracker inside. The cartel has sent an eccentric but single-mindedly obsessive assassin to kill you, uh, to find you, kill you, and get back the money. You know I have the Anton Chigurh condition, AC, for the next three turns. Roll to see if you survive, turn 1 to 15 or higher, turn 2, 10 or higher, uh, turn 3, 5 or higher. Um, while under the Anton Chigurh condition, you cannot spend the $50,000. If you survive the three turns or in the clear, the money is yours. If at any point you fail one of the probability rolls, you are brutally murdered. The $50,000 is taken back. Additionally, with each turn you evade Chigurh, he vows to kill an additional member of your family. He will not forget even after he kills you. Um, killed on turn one, your heir starts unmarked. Killed on turn two, your heir inherits the condition. On turn three, your next to two heirs will inherit, will inherit the condition. This is complicated. <laughs> Yes. So, so basically, like right now, there's nothing I do. It is. It starts next turn. I have yeah. to roll a fifteen or higher. Yeah. Um. I also need to. We need to do my kingpin check for this turn as well. That's yeah, true. You, you passed it. Oh, I passed it. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. But you now have the AC condition and the KP condition, and uh, you're into some serious shit here, Sean. Yeah. I feel like I should be able to pull strings and come. <laughs> I've got the kingpin. You know, if this was a proper Dungeons and Dragons, you know, I could have some sort of like charisma check or something, and like let's have a let's have a sit down, let's talk, and you know, maybe I can bring Sugar into my you know business, and it's like let's work on this together. Um, give him the fifty thousand dollars and then send him to kill you would be maybe something I would do. 
um, in a true chaos monopoly. But I'm not sure if this game has that feature. All right, oh boy. So um, let's see. Is it Thomas? Are you okay? <laughs> it's a lot to keep track of because I now have just, two things that are ongoing every time I start a turn. Yeah, and this is one of the new ones. Um, you could just lose the game with this condition alone. So yes, yeah, uh, this might we'll be see. a short. I mean, I've, I, it is highly probable that I will die next turn. It is extremely probable. There's a 75% chance my main character will be dead next turn. So, But well, the good go. news is that you landed on Community Chest. Okay, what do we do for those? Uh, I have them up here. So I'm going to have to do a jank version here. You received a $25 consultancy. Great! I got, I got $25. I wonder what I was being consulted for. I like it. All right. Is it my turn next? Uh, I think so. Okay. Uh, okay, so I am on road two, and I don't think I have any active conditions other than the uh, I'm immune to cancer. Yeah, once you get to And go, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah, you're an asshole, but that's it. Okay. So road two, what do I roll, Thomas? You got 13. 13 on road two is you contracted COVID-19. Uh-oh. Roll a two or lower, and you succumb to the disease, dying alone in the hospital. Roll a three or higher, and you are fine after a week of unpleasant symptoms. If you survive, roll again to see if you develop long COVID. You will develop long COVID if you roll a five or lower. If you have long COVID, you will have the long COVID condition, LC, and can only move half as far on any roll of the dice, wheezing as you walk <laughs> This is a grim. This is a grim one. We, wheezing as you walk down the street. This is a permanent condition and is uncurable. <laughs> Let's go. So Thomas, first roll. We have to see if I get a two or lower or a three or higher. I get a five. Get a five. Okay, so I'm okay. I didn't get it, uh, but let's see if I develop long COVID. So roll again, and if it's five or lower, I have long COVID. Six. Oh, okay. I'm I'm in the clear then. Nothing early. happens to me. That could have been bad. Yep. <laughs> my next turn, I have the opposite probability you just had for long COVID is my chance of uh, dying. So, Probability's a bitch. What can I say? Uh, where am I moving on the board? You already moved me, I think. Uh, no, you're at free parking. Oh, cool. Well, there's nothing in it yet, I don't think. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Uh, then it is Sean's turn, and we have some work to do here. Yeah, so yeah, let's so... roll for the kingpin first. Okay. okay, sure. Okay, you're good there. And so he gets an extra 500. Yes. Oh, and I didn't give you 500 last turn, so... Oh, so I get it. Oh, Sean, you're going to have to break his knees. <laughs> now you need a 15 or higher for the Shigur. And you barely missed it. It's a 14. Okay, so so I'm dead. You're dead. Yes. But your heirs are fine. Uh, you do, don't get the 50,000. And also yeah. the kingpin condition, I think, is wiped out because that was applied to your first life. So that no yeah. longer applies. You're also going to lose 25% of your total money because of the uh, estate tax. Okay. Yeah. But that so now, that means I'm playing as my like deadbeat, drug-addicted son, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. There's not a condition for that, though, sadly. You know, again, this is like just, just jotting down notes to flesh out uh, the, the blind spots in the game design. Okay, you can tell me all these at the end of the, of the game today. That'll be fun. 
All right. Uh, Thomas, do we have the... Yeah, uh, have it figured out? I think so, yes. Sean, you're down to 21.25 and one error. Okay. okay. But he has some property, you know. You have property and you still have those get-out-of-jail-free cards, which um, can be a big help. Yeah, you could try to rob the bank or anything. Okay, so your random condition this turn. All right, we hadn't done that yet. Road road four, number two. Road four, uh, two. You suffer severe back pain. You go to the doctor and they prescribe Oxycontin. It's pretty great. Roll to see if you develop an opioid addiction. Okay, this is all... all It's weirdly themed on my side of of this game. (laughs) Let's do Um, the roll first. It's six or higher or five or lower. So let's see what he gets. It is a 11. Okay, so I'm in the clear. No more opioids for me. So I think that's it. That's just the events over? Yes. But if you had gotten, okay. if you had been addicted, you would have the opioid addiction condition, which is one of the most complicated in the entire game. Uh, and it can okay, be, good. it has ruined games before because you can get out of it, but then there's a whole relapse condition and you can fall back into it really easily, just like an actual opioid addiction. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't do any of that. I'm this impressed that your deadbeat, drug-addicted son did not develop an opioid addiction. You know, I think maybe after the brutal and violent murder of my father by Anton Chigurh, I think I went cold turkey, you know, I'm, I'm turning my shit around. You know, it was it was his dying wish, the last thing he said to me. The only reason he got into the drug business was to try to protect me. Um, and that, you know, I finally realized through this time with my father how much he really did care. Um, so I'm trying to turn it around. This is weirdly beautiful. All right, uh, for my turn, okay. I'm on road three. Wait, did I, did I move? <laughs> I, yeah, you're, you're jumping the fucking gun, man. Sorry. My turn's just Sorry. started. You got a six that puts you on boardwalk. Uh, the rent is 50. Jonathan owns it. Oh, oh, right. He used his magic dragon ball bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. This math is getting complicated. <laughs> it's very confusing that he owns two properties that he's only halfway around the board and he hasn't even he hasn't even gotten there yet. You did roll doubles. Ivory fucking tower. So you get to go again. Uh, You got nine. Okay, so Sean is ending up. So I'm on Vermont. Where am I? Yeah, Vermont. Vermont. Would you like to buy it? Yeah. Excellent. And Sean already owns Connecticut, so he's got two of these three blue spaces. Yeah. Although, really, it, I'm getting the sense that other than maybe if it affects one of these random events, the property seems pretty superfluous so far in Chaos Monopoly. Um, you never know. It seems like you're really trying to figure out how to not get killed by random drug assassins or developing drug addictions and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and you happen to be buying property while that is occurring. That's life. It's true. That is, yeah. that is, it's very true. All right. So is Sean's turn done now? I think so. Okay, so now I'm going to roll for my random event. You got a two on street three. That's the no country for old men scenario. Fuck. Okay, great, good. (laughs) Maybe you fucking die. Well, give me the Anton Sugar condition, Thomas. Yes, you don't want to read that one out again? No, that's okay. I think the listeners I think we remember it, yeah. I do, however, want to make sure I'm building property. So, Thomas, could you... uh, Let's see. I want to build... How much will it cost to build hotels on Boardwalk and uh, the other one, uh, Park Place? So hotels... Houses are 200 each for both of those. So that's 1000 if you want a hotel on one of them. So $2,000 total? Yeah. 
Okay, I would like to do that, but I would like to pay for it with counterfeit money. So let's look at the counterfeit money. Why? You have so much money. (laughs) Yeah, why? Why? Because I I want to show people how the game works. All right. So I'm going to try to pay with counterfeit money. Um, This is my first time trying to pay with counterfeit money, so it will take a four or higher to succeed on a roll of the d20. Right. Okay, you got a 14. All right. Now, the thing is, though, I do have the counterfeit condition. Um, so uh, that just means that if I do it again, I will have a lower chance of success. And if I ever get find, found out, I will have to pay a fine based on how much I counterfeited, which was $2,000. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to think of a good way to keep track of this. I'll, I'll remember it. Uh, <laughs> and then we do, how do we note that there's a hotel on Boardwalk and Park Place? Uh, I'll just write hotel on them. Okay. That, that sounds smart. Yeah. Thomas, you're doing a good job. This is, uh, this is hard. I feel like we're abusing this, you. This is hard. I feel, I feel like you just unnecessarily made this way more complicated. I wasn't even paying attention to the counterfeit money thing. I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around half the rules still. Looking at, like, all That's these the random goal. abilities you have. All right. But now, I still haven't moved. So let's see where I move. Okay. Uh, you got nine. So Marvin You're Gardens. Marvin Gardens. I will buy it, and I will not use counterfeit money. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that is $280 for those following along at home. And I will remind everyone while Thomas is calculating this, that if you go to YouTube.com, unless something terrible has happened and I lost the recording, I will have edited video in here so you can follow along with the game. Uh, really, a, really a thrilling game we've got going on here. Yeah, it's it's two very different tales being told. Yes. Um, you know, one, you know, hardworking person living in the world of like you know back alleys, um, in in dirty corners of trying to deal these drugs and live out on these streets. The other one getting with a magic basketball playing dog, getting his fucking wishes granted, um, <laughs> paying and and still he's immune to cancer. Has donated that money, um, to private pharmaceutical institutions and perpetuated and worsened. Um, you know, the awful conditions in which we all live and suffer <laughs> under a uh, big pharmaceutical. And then also he didn't even have the common fucking decency to build property with his own fucking money um, that his magic basketball playing dog won. And instead he fucking cheated it out. Um, <laughs> two different worlds we're all playing in here. It is pretty amazing the division of random events that has happened so far. But that's yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird how one the one who made the game. All how the is it you're following it? His brother random. is the game master. It's just it's just weird. It's just weird. All right, he's calling a rigged election here. How, there's, how there is a very good way. chance that Jonathan will be murdered by Anton Shigur, and he will lose some of his most valuable conditions in that case. Yeah, that's true. Okay, all right. Is, is it my turn now? I think so. Uh, so I, I have I have a question. If so, if these player choice opportunities, do you have to like? At what point do you trigger those? Like, at the if beginning I say, of a turn. yeah. So if hypothetically, I wanted to murder Jonathan. Like, do do I trigger that before any other event occurs? Yes. Okay, so I want to send an assassin after Jonathan. Okay. He already has an assassin on him. I want to send a second assassin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, oh, actually, no, I should make it, no, because does the Anton Shiger thing, if he dies, that doesn't get carried on? Well, uh, it can. So the assassin, like, just, yeah. this is this is all this turn, Sean, so like, here's how it okay. works. If you hire an assassin, you pay $1,000, then you roll. If you get a six or higher, I'm dead. 
then you have things that happen to you, but that's it for me. If you fail, you go to jail right away. Yeah, I guess what I'm thinking is so, because I didn't think of the... Think about how this chain of events would work. Because if I said an assassin that killed you, that would then eliminate, would that eliminate the 1 to 15 chance yes, it that would. Anton Chigurh would kill you? Okay, yes. so then never mind. I'm going to wait until next turn <laughs> to kill you. Um, so let's put that on hold. Um, I'll just state my intent. I am going to try to murder Jonathan, <laughs> but we're going to put that on hold for now. Um, so then let's just go ahead and do my, my random event for Street 1. Okay. You got 13. I was really hoping for that Dragon Ball one. Oh. Okay, so 13. Doctor, oh, is that the cancer one? Yeah, you're immune to cancer too. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to give that to the people. All right. Well, oh, you're not going to be a cancer immune asshole? No. Here's a question. Uh, going if to... he's made it available to the people, does that nullify yeah. my benefit? That should. I, I would argue that should eliminate, because there's no reason why you would get anything from this anymore, because now we're all immune to cancer. Yeah, I think that's fair. You can, Thomas, if you want to eliminate the CIA condition from me. Can you just eliminate the CI part and leave the asshole part? Because I think that should stick around. <laughs> Everyone should know he's an asshole. The world knows that. Yes. Um, it's just, you know, that that has nothing to do with his immunity to cancer. Alrighty then. Plus 1,000. I never got my $1,000 because I never got back to go. Yeah, it serves you fucking right. Alright. Uh, and then, Sean, you still get to move. Right, move. You rolled a six. That puts him on Virginia Avenue, which I own, bitch. How much is the? How much do I pay? That is twelve dollars. He can fucking have it. You're not gonna try to counterfeit it. No, I think I'm good. Okay, take take my twelve bucks. I got your twelve dollars. All right, which means it's my turn. Which means we have to figure out the no country for old men scenario. All right, you need a fifteen or higher to survive. You're dead. All right. <laughs> yes. Good. So I'm down to one air. I lose 25% yeah, of my money. Uh, and then I do lose the other conditions, though, that were on me. I'm not Does immune to keep cancer. the asshole condition? I mean, it doesn't do anything. I think, yeah, put that in parentheses, I think, is fine. Although, technically, but now all, you're still immune to cancer because everybody's immune to cancer. Yeah. Because, because, so, like, that's just, like, if the cancer thing ever happens, it's just nullified. Yeah. So there you oh, that's go. Interesting. Uh, and then, but I do still have the trust fund because that passed down. Um, yes. All right. And then what? What's the second part of the Anton Sugar thing? Was uh, there's so many rules <laughs> I trying to find? Yeah, the Anton Sugar thing. If it if you survived, then he would also target your heir. And it, right. Okay. If you fuck like weirdly, the better you do on the best thing that could happen to you with the Anton Sugar condition is probably just dying. Because otherwise it okay. could take out your entire family line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thomas, do you have everything fi figured out here? Yes, you've lost uh, 25%. You're down to about $8,500. Damn it. But And we each have one heir left, right? That is correct. Okay. Yes. So whose turn is it? Oh, it was my turn. So now I get a random yeah. event. And I'm on road three still, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, two. That roll again. We're just repeating too many now. That's just the that's just the no control man scenario again. That's boring. Okay. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I think we're just trying to let's let's talk about this before we just <laughs> eliminate Jonathan's next heir also getting murdered by Anton Chigurh. That seems a little bit unfair. Um, that oh, just because we've seen it again before. 
means that you just get a redo uh, on one that is almost certainly going to eliminate you from this game. I'm trying to make better podcast material for our listeners. I think in the spirit of fairness, Sean should get to redo anything, any one role now. Okay, that's fine. I, I, I will accept that. If Yes, that I will be able to for... Well, let's make it for random events. So that yeah, way, if I have a pass now, that if I get a random event that I don't want, I can re-roll that random event. Okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I'll accept these conditions. So what do I get this time? 16. All right, 316 is the hangover scenario. You wake up blackout drunk with no memory of the last 24 hours. Roll to see what happened and what the consequences are. One to four. You got a very embarrassing tattoo in a very compromising place. Pay $200 for laser removal and an extra 50 to ensure the laser technician's discretion. Five to eight. You bought a gun and decided to drive around robbing liquor stores for fun. You wake up with the police at your door and are promptly escorted to jail. Normal jail conditions apply, plus an additional $300 fine. 9 to 12. You are horrified to discover that you and another player got married at a drive through chapel in Reno. To reverse the mistake, you hastily get a divorce. Both players' total wealth is combined and then split evenly between the players, but each keeps their existing property. 13 through 16. You drunkenly transferred the deed to your most valuable property to whichever player owns the least number of properties. Or 17 to 20, you got in a drunken brawl with the son of the city's most high-powered mafia boss. The moment you wake up, you find a bag over your head and are taken to the mafia's hideout, where you are slowly beaten to death by an enforcer named The Mallet. Yeah, there's a lot going on with this one. Yeah, there's, so there's, there's five. five different potential conditions depending on what you roll. Yeah, so let's roll. You got 19. Fuck! No, you're dead. <laughs> I got beaten to death by The Mallet! <laughs> I was hoping for the Reno marriage one. Because that would have been, although I would have lost money on that. Sean has less money than me. Oh, well. See, now I'm, you know, I know I stated my intent to send an assassin to murder Jonathan. But I think I'm probably going to have to not do that. Cause I, on that. One of the reasons I was going to is because I've got those three get-out-of-jail-free cards, and I realized, like, it would be trivial, um, the consequences. But Well, you can also try to rob a bank or something. Yeah, that's not as, I don't really care about money, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh... I guess I still get to go. Yeah. yeah. And finally leave Marvin Gardens. <laughs> You're on Mediterranean Avenue. Uh, oh, I'm all the way back to purple. Okay, I get 200 for passing go. Yes. And I will buy Mediterranean Avenue. Yeah, you, can, you can have it. Uh... And you've got no family left. It's just you alone <laughs> in the world. Nobody to care for you. Nobody to be cared by you. Boy, thanks for rubbing it in, how, Sean. Yeah. What what happened to the dog? Uh, I think what I still have the band? dog. I think it was probably also killed by the mallet. I think it's all. That's horrible. Why would you say that? For you. All right. Yeah, the you're dogs. the one. You're the one who fucking got yourself into that situation. All right. Uh, Sean's turn then. Uh, no, you wrote doubles. Oh, okay. So you get to go again. You on Connecticut Avenue, which Sean owns. Pay up, bitch. Let me double check the rent on that one. It's probably like eight dollars. Yeah, I will pay with counterfeit. Not really. I'm not going to do that. But yeah, yeah. If you, if you did, I would have sent that assassin after you <laughs> into this game, or had a seventy five percent chance of ending this game right there. <laughs> I want to make it very clear: it would be trivially easy for me to end this. Um, and I'm going to not do that. Thanks, Sean. 
maybe there's some holes in my game rules. Uh, anyway, so now it's Sean's turn. What street is he on? Two. I'm on two. Okay. Sean, do you want to do anything? Okay, you got a nine, so two nine. Okay, let me find out where I am. Okay, uh, road two, rule set number nine. Your business acumen leads to you being featured on the cover of Forbes. I've found a typo. It says features. I know. It should say featured. Sorry. Um, an angel investor becomes interested in your business due to the positive press. Roll to see how much they invest. This is just like a normal thing. Uh, it's it's 1 to 5 for 200, 5 to 10 to 500, 11 to 15 to 1,000, 16 to 19 to 1,500. The only weird thing about this as a Monopoly event is that if I get a 20, I just get a million dollars. Yes. Again, pointing out how pointless the money is in this game. Um, so, yeah, roll. Roll. You got roll, a 13. Roll 13. So I get $1,000. Pretty good. Making Yippee. up for some of that drug money you never got. Yep. All right. I mean, you know, my, hey, you know. My original character's son, he's he's a businessman now. You know, he's he's gone legit. Indeed. <laughs> All right. All right. So where do I move? You got a seven, so that's I will buy Kentucky, sticking on my, my state theme. Yeah, I just noticed I guess I haven't thought about this before. There is still a space on Monopoly called Oriental Avenue and they've never changed that. Uh-huh. That's yeah, a little I weird. Keep on eyeing that because because that's the one space that I need to complete that set of three. And I was like, I, do I really want to own Oriental Avenue? You could rename like, it. You couldn't even you call it. it like, yeah, like if I buy I'll just call it like Chinatown or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's more sort of like normal. Yeah, pretty fucked up. But oh well. I mean. All right. So that was that was my turn. Not, not a lot exciting on that one. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's see if Jonathan can get killed. Yay. Would you like to do anything before your random event, Jonathan? How much pro I don't own any full properties, do I? Just the blue one, and I already have hotels on those. Yep. So I think, yeah, I'll just take my random event. Let's see what happens. All right. The four. It's a four. Stay out in the sun too long. <laughs> Roll a two or lower, and you have been killed by a fatal sunstroke. Roll a three or higher, and you're fine, <laughs> but the next day you spend $10 buying sunscreen. Let's see what happens. This would be the stupidest way to end this game if you die from this. You got a 20. Okay, good. Uh, then you Aren't can... you glad you got a 20 on this roll? Yeah, you can take $10 off my total. Uh, I am alive. And now I get to go again. Or get to move, at least. Yes. It's a 9. Ooh, which brings me to, what, Tennessee Avenue? Tennessee. Sean owns. Sean owns. Pay up. Rent is $14. All right, he can have it. It's four more dollars than it costs to buy a thing of sunscreen. I think the next step, if I were doing the next rule set for this, is I might need to revamp all the actual like base Monopoly money totals because it's a little. Uh... Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the money side of the game is clearly makes no sense. It is so superfluous as to be utterly meaningless. This is you my first attempt at designing a, a board game, so you might want to consider like having. You know, before you start the game, decide how many airs you'd like to play with. Oh, yeah. That, that could know, be true. Play with four for a longer game or something. Like Mario Party. Mario Party yeah. doesn't have airs, but that would be funny if in Mario Party, yeah. Mario could die and Luigi just steps in for him. Or or Baby Mario, but not, not like Baby Mario, Baby Mario, but a Baby Mario. Because Baby Mario is Mario as a baby, but you would have a Baby Mario who's the son of Mario that is a baby. If you're going by the rules of the live-action movie, Luigi is his son, so... Is that the rules of that movie? Yeah. Thought, no, he's, he's, a, he's adopted. Luigi but, Mario. No, yeah, he's Luigi Mario because he's his son. It's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. 
I remember them being brothers, but no, I he's, seen they, that's what's weird about that movie is that they're it's called Mario. Brothers. <laughs> oh, that's that's what's weird about that movie. <laughs> it's the only thing. Everything else very regular. All right. It, All right. Anything else is, turn? is it my turn? Is it Sean's turn? I think so. All right, Sean, you are on road three. All right, let's just roll. I'll just take whatever random event. That is a nineteen. Oh, this is a good one. Yes, let me scroll. It's a three. Should have like printed this out. <laughs> it's easier just to have a physical copy. Um, sacrifice an animal to the pagan gods. Um, let me like what what is the you know the what's like the worst possible outcome from this? Sorry, because I have the ability to potentially change one. I just want to know: is there like a horrible thing that might happen? That's a fairly high probability. Uh, not a high probability. There is. Um... Basically, if you roll a 19 or 20, you are fucked for the rest of the game. But everything else has, has different benefits. Some of them are really big benefits. You could end the All game right, now. So I'll, I'll just take it then. So, sacrifice the animal to pagan gods. Desiring a boon of good fortune from the old gods, you elect to make a blood sacrifice on an altar of stone and marble. Roll to see which animal you sacrifice and which effect you receive from the old gods. Um, and I'm not going to go through all the potential because that would take an hour. Uh, you got 15. 15 uh so this is a cow the gods are impressed by your last uh, le- your by your least leal is that loyal leal is a is an old english word for loyal okay your leal by ser- your loyal service unto them um and recognition of the impressive i can't tell because there's too many typos already in the document it's hard to Fuck know you. there was um, one you found and, <laughs> and in recognition of the impressive fertility of the cow which you sacrifice grant you a boon of procreation twin heirs are born to you increasing your count of heirs by two Fuck. so i have <laughs> So I have three errors total now, um, which is three more than Jonathan. Yes. All right. That's very valuable, actually. <laughs> yep. That's surprising. All right. And for the movement, you got nine, which puts you in jail. Oh, no. Well, we'll deal with that next turn, then. Yes. All right. It's my turn? Yes. Okay. Because Sean has a bunch of errors now, and i got to start thinning the herd... I'm going to hire an assassin to kill him in... Be careful. Be... You... You be fucking careful, Jonathan. You... you like, I think you're not thinking through the, like, you know, prisoner's dilemma logic puzzle of what might be happening in retaliation. You fucking come after me and mine. I just want to make it very clear. You don't want to fuck with this shit. Okay? okay? I know that I went straight. I know that I went straight after my dad got murdered by Anton Shiger. But you fuck with this shit, I'm going to fucking kill you. Uh, okay, I'm not going to kill Sean, uh, but we do need to. We need to figure out some way to kill the heirs. I think we need to go out to the children. We need to add that into the rules because Sean has too many kids now. <laughs> you need to add kill the children to the rules. It's like in Skyrim and Grand Theft Auto, you can't kill the kids. It's bullshit. I want to be able to kill everyone. Like you go after me, I'll kill you. You go after my kids, I'll kill you. I'll burn down everything you own. All right. Uh, anyway, oh, burning arson would be. All right. All right. Well, then fine. I won't do anything. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll commit insurance fraud. Not this turn, though. Sean, uh, Thomas, let's see. What's my random? I'm, I'm on road two still? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you got a one. Become a Scientologist. Now that you are wealthy, you have decided to join the famous person's cult and get those Thetan levels up. You have the Scientologist condition, TC. You must pay 10% of your total wealth every turn to stay in good standing with the church. But in return, you can use Sea Org members for free labor on your properties and elsewhere. Building on my properties now costs half as much. Sea Org members can tunnel you out of prison. 
Sea Org members can be your accomplices for bank robbery and do not need to be compensated or executed, and they can be ordered to murder another player. This is the same as the assassination option, but you don't have to pay anything. So I have some things to consider because I have access to Sea Org now. Yes, but you're now losing 10% of your money every turn. Well, there you go. Thomas, I'll trust you to keep track of that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's, here. yeah, and it's great that, you know, we have, you know, quantities of money. Like, you currently have 6,534, which is not the most simple thing to just take a 10%. You know, if it was just rounded out to 6,000 or 7,000, 10% would be trivially easy to calculate on top of your Thomas head. is good at math. I well, also, or yes, well, yeah, you can just move the, the decimal point. Can do the math but then you have me. to. The <laughs> subtraction is going to be annoying. All right, uh, where do I move? I, yeah, uh, you're at BNO Railroad, which Sean owns. Oh fuck! Which I think means you have to roll. No, it's he owns two, uh, so it's yeah. You do have to roll to see if you get killed by the train. So oh, if that's it's a three true. Or yes. you die. Okay, you cleared it. You got seventeen. You still have to pay though. I'm glad you remember all of these. What do I owe, Sean? So he owns two. Yes. Which means $100, I think. All right, let's counterfeit. No, I'm kidding. That's, I'm kidding. Yeah, that sounds right to me. <laughs> I'll pay the 100 Yeah. Yeah, John, if I were you, if, if you are revising the money quantities, I would, I would round off all the money quantities so they end on a zero or a five. Um, that's, that's not as funny. Things be like eight or twelve dollars um, for, particularly for like the property ones. It's like that's just silly. Yeah, I guess so. All right, uh, let's see. So I think it's Sean's turn. Yes. Yes. I'll use one of my get out of jail free cards to get out of jail for free. Does he have okay. to roll to see if he gets murdered in prison though? I don't think I'm so. I'm out of jail. Okay. I don't like this. <laughs> Um, but I also think he skips the random event. That's true, because he was in prison. Yeah. So, you're just moving. And a five. Let's see, at the Pennsylvania Railroad, which you already own. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just hang out at my railroad for a little bit. Just have a good good time over there. With Checking out some children. trains. Trains are pretty cool. You've got new... Yeah, you're yeah, showing your my, new kids. Well, you with my... Twin. You have... I think... Because I've got a little sister who is like the daughter of my dad, who was the kingpin, and then I've got my two twin yes. sons. Um, that's 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 my mythos <laughs> that I'm building. That's the lore of the Sean side of the game. You have four children. I started with so much good luck, and now I'm down to just me walking on thin ice because my enemy is a drug kingpin, ex-drug kingpin, trying to walk the straight and narrow. I've... I, I never did anything to you. My dad got killed by the same dude your dad got killed by. <laughs> All right. I guess it's my turn then. Yes. I'm on road three. What do I What do I get, Thomas? Fourteen. Fourteen on road three is birth control fails. Uh-oh, you've <laughs> been cheating on your partner for some time now, but birth control isn't 100% successful, and now there's a pregnancy scare. Roll a six or lower and birth control has failed. You now have an illegitimate child with someone who isn't your spouse. You now have the secret second family condition, SSF. With this condition, you must pay an additional 10% of your total wealth every turn for five turns. Additionally, you must roll a d20 on each of these turns to see if your primary family discovers your shameful secret. 
On those turns, if I roll a three or lower, lower, I'm discovered and I get divorced, and that is the divorce conditions from event 310. This child cannot be my heir for these five turns because it would reveal my indiscretions, but once those five turns have passed and they have come of age, I do get an additional heir because they are legitimized. But I have to... This might not even happen. I have to see what happens on the roll. Yeah. So, so six or lower and I get a kid. 17. All right, none of that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. But it could have happened and it would have been entertaining. But luckily, birth control did not fail. And I took 10% for your Scientology minions or whatever. <laughs> That's basically what uh, it is, yes. <laughs> you got a 7, which puts you at North Carolina Avenue. Uh, it's 300 if you'd like to buy it. I will buy it. Okay. All right. Sean's turn. Let's get his, we'll go ahead and roll for my event. 15. Continue, continue to spare Jonathan's life. For the sake of the podcast. <laughs> um... Joke on food. I'm going to re-roll this. I'm going to use my thing. This looks boring. You know, either I die, I have a low chance of dying, or I might get $200. Let's let's redo this one. Okay. Okay. 10. Oh, this is Piano a falls from 10th story right above you while walking down the sidewalk. This one's probably worse. Uh, roll a 16 or lower and you're crushed to death. Um, roll a 17 or higher and you're able to jump safety in time. Successfully sue the piano, drop for uh, gross negligence and win $20,000. So I have a very high chance of uh, my guy dying. I have a low chance of getting $20,000. Uh, you did roll a 17. Oh, Come on. So I get $20,000. Come on. <laughs> Great. Awesome. So now I'm, you know, for the stakes of this game so far, I am like incomprehensibly rich. I've got like over four times or about four times as much money as Jonathan. Um, you know, I've got three heirs. Uh, it's yeah, the things looking up for me. Let's go ahead and, and move me on the board. All Fuck. Right. I always forget about that because it seems to not matter most of the time. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> Let's see what Indiana Avenue. I'll buy it. All right. Um, so then it's my turn. Uh, I Since I have my Sea Org people, I'm going to send one of my Sea Org people to kill Sean. You can try. Six or higher to succeed. Let's do it. Okay. Two. Fuck! <laughs> uh, you know, that's great, because the game will get to go longer, because I was going to fucking kill you if you killed my guy. You have so many guys. Anyway, uh, so I'm unsuccessful. Uh, I go directly to prison for attempted murder with bail set at $500, uh, so I have to pay 500 next turn. Or you could stay in prison if you want. That's true. All right, Sean, your turn. Great. Okay, so I'm on road three now? Yep. Yeah. You got 10. 310. All right. Uh, but, 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 but. You and your spouse have irreconcilable differences. I didn't even know I had a spouse. I guess I have two kids, Yeah. so I guess it makes sense. Um, so, uh-oh, roll to see if you can work out in couples, uh, counseling. 11 or higher, and you renew your vows and live happily ever after, and even have an additional kid. Um, 10 or lower, and you get divorced, and it's a messy one. So, we'll, if I get the 10 or lower, we'll talk about what the divorce conditions are. Yes. Yeah, 13. 13. Come on. It's great, so I get another kid. Come on! I've got the twins, and then I've got another kid. <laughs> this game is great. bullshit. And I should know. I made it. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm in. To be fair, Jonathan, I now no longer suspect you of cheating. Okay. Thanks. You know? Uh, Thomas, uh, roll to see if I get murdered in prison. Wait, did I. Did I. Uh, No. No. 
Just a sec, Jonathan. <laughs> we'll get to you soon. Uh, you got a visitor in jail, though. Oh, Sean Landon oh, cool. go to jail. So not I'll, a visitor, I'll... a cellmate. Yeah, I'll, I'll hang out. I'm. I, I don't even know if we in the world of this game. I don't even know if we are aware of each other's existence. Really. Hey, wait a second. I mean, we've if just lived in such different places. We're both in jail. Does that mean we fight? It says if two players ever land on the same space, they must fight. I'm good with okay. it. Okay. It says one player is designated player A. One is designated player B. A single d20 is rolled. If 1 to 10, A wins. If 11 to 20, B wins. Uh, I'll be A. Sean will be B. Sure. Okay. It doesn't, I don't care. Does the loser die? No. It, uh, the winner oh, takes okay. 20% of the enemy player's earnings. Oh, I was, I, was, I was hoping that this would be one of his dies. It's a 13. Player B wins. That was Sean, Great. wasn't it? So I get, he gets yeah. 20% yeah. of my money. Wow, I'm having a bad game. This is not going yeah. my way. Well, you never know. Man. It might turn around soon. Uh, uh, it would have been great if that's just if it was death, and that's how this game ended. <laughs> was I just beat you to death, in fucking prison? Uh. <laughs> so, hold on. It's twenty percent of your twenty percent of my him? money. He gets. Okay. Yeah. While Thomas is doing the math, Sean, how are how are you enjoying Chaos Monopoly so far? Do you know it's 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 amusing. You know, that's it's some some of the random events are are a lot more elaborate than others. Some of them are like, "Hey, you paid ten dollars." Some of them are like, "You have to read this novel." Um, and if you <laughs> under this condition, uh, this seven stage series of events could potentially occur. We haven't even gotten um, to the best ones. Maybe when the game is over, we'll go through and read some of the best ones for fun. Uh, sure, so people yeah. can know. But yes, it's uh, it's a crazy game. All right, Thomas. Did yeah, you... I I would consider if you want to make it more elaborate, you could also include some sort of stat based system that influences the rules for like to give the player more freedom. Um, in pulling some of those D and D style mechanics, that would be if you wanted to make this even more fucking complicated. You know, honestly, the next step is probably divorcing this from Monopoly altogether and just making it its own game, which might be easier than actually like making it work with Monopoly. It's true. Yeah. All right. So whose turn is it? I, I, I think it's yours. It's your, now, it's right? Because I just went okay. to the jail thing. So okay. yeah. So, so Thomas, roll for me. Shit. I have to roll a three or higher, or I get murdered in prison. Eighteen. I'm You're good. good. Okay. Yeah. I pay. Take out five hundred dollars because I have to pay my murder bail, but I am out. Yes. And Are you I... still paying the Scientology people? Yes. Okay. So I lose ten percent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and really, it should have been ten percent okay. before you reduced the five hundred. But if you didn't do that, I don't really care. Okay, but just to say this, like, if that's the case, you got a little bit of money for free, really. All right, uh, Thomas, I would like to do a uh, player choice opportunity here. I am going to uh, target Sean in an identity theft operation. So to succeed okay. in identity You're theft, thin fucking ice you. <laughs> To succeed in identity theft, you must pay $50 and roll a 16 or higher to succeed. So, take out 50, and then let's see if I succeed. Uh, okay. <laughs> what do I roll? 30, 58, 11. Okay, if nothing happened, but there's no penalty. Uh, no one knows. Alright, I did not steal Sean. Well, I, like a Telltale game, I will remember that this happened. <laughs> no, you won't. It's identity Sean theft. You don't know that I tried. 
I I know. Okay. Even if that if my character doesn't know, Sean in the real world knows. That doesn't seem fair. All right, how far do I move? We still have that to Eight. do. Eight. Yes. So where you am I? get to Tennessee Avenue, which is your favorite hotel, with oh, a yeah. rent of fourteen dollars. Well, Sean can have my fourteen dollars. Great. All right, and then it is Sean's turn, and he's in prison, but he has a get out of jail free card still. Yes, I will use my get out of jail free card. All right. Actually, still has one left. Yes, I have one left. Well, then you've got crimes you need to commit. I, you know, I've I've been thinking about murdering you for like four or five turns, but I keep on choosing not to do it because I don't want the podcast to end so soon. Let's let's be um, honest, Sean. You've been thinking about murdering me for four hundred episodes. Well, it's, you know that's definitely true. Um, I'm just saying in the context of the game. All right. Uh, let's see then. And then I just move right because yeah, yeah. I don't get a special thing. We get to New York Avenue. I will buy it. Yes, to take two hundred dollars off of my what twenty three thousand. Yep, <laughs> it's a lot of money, uh, and and you've got plenty of things you can do with it in Monopoly. Yeah, those hotels on the blue properties are really serving you well, Jonathan. I don't think we've even we haven't even rolled for Street Four. No one's gotten there yet. Jesus. Okay, uh, then it's you've my... both passed go once. Okay, well, and that's it. There you go. Then we are on road yeah, two. I landed to go to jail twice. <laughs> road two. What is, uh, what's my random, Thomas? Oh, you got 20. Critical roll. Oh, critical roll. Awesome. Okay. Um, I can get cash, I can take property, or I can get three get-out-of-jail-free cards. Uh, that's not that good. Um, let's see. One of those is, I think, pretty good. Uh, I'll take the get-out-of-jail-free I'll take the get out of jail yeah. Free cards. Yeah, that's definitely the most useful. The other ones are I'll take pointless. the get- I mean, you know, they're not even that that useful i'll but. take the get out of jail free cards and i will send my c org members to murder sean again so i have to roll a six or higher man you just you just desperately want this game to be over <laughs> you got a 10 sean's dead sean's dead yay i did it sean's dead and i got get so out of jail now free. my little sister takes so, over yeah your little sister takes over uh i don't... she's seen some shit her her father was the kingpin drug lord her older brother um, used to be a drug addict and then got out of that life when her father was brutally murdered, started a legitimate business with the properties left over that he inherited from his father, and now little sister's in charge. We'll see what her attitude is now that she knows that some fucking Scientologist murdered her older brother, um, who they got in a fight. Uh, you know, a weird. He got in a fight with a famous Scientologist with a magic basketball playing dog in prison. I wonder where the Scientologist came from that murdered my big brother. <laughs> The story that this game produces is very dynamic. <laughs> uh, do you have to avoid jail now, Jonathan? Uh, no, I have get out of jail free. So just put me back on jail, but I'm visiting. Like, because I got, I went to jail, but I used a get out of jail free card, so I'm fine. Well, actually, what you should have the first degree murder condition. Oh. In which you have to roll uh, three turns in a row, seven, three, and one or higher. Okay. And then well. You don't go to jail. Okay. Give me the give me the condition then. Yes. See, this is one of the things about like how easy it is for me to try to murder you is because if I murder you, the game is over and I suffer. I have nothing to lose. Well, by attempting to murder you. Do it, you wuss. I am going to. <laughs> I mean, you you fucking you know I, those were not empty threats. I'm not fucking playing around here. Where do um, I move as on the board my, next time? It's my turn. I'm going to try to kill you. <laughs> see um 
you're at Illinois Avenue. I'm not going to buy it. I, I, I probably, no? I'm not going to live to use it. <laughs> we need sure? a condition in here where you can, like, buy children. That sounds wrong. It's called adoption, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you can use the money to get additional heirs. I think that would be good. Because um, I, I, if I could spend some money, although I'm running low on money. Um, yeah, you don't have much money to spend for your heirs. Can one of my um, Scientologists... your death cult. Yeah, can one of my Scientology slaves, the Sea Org members, can one of them, like, take the bullet for me if Sean tries to kill me? Is that written in the rules? No. Then no. All right. Well, I guess it's Sean's turn. All right, I'm going to send an assassin after Jonathan. All right. Let's out of revenge. Six or higher, and the game's over. This is a just cause. One. Yeah. You fail. Fuck you, Sean. Okay. You're in jail. Did I go to jail? Yes, back in jail. Yeah, that's where you're going to be soon. So that uh, ends your turn very quickly. Which means it's my Wait, turn. Wait, did you hire people for that? Yes, I hired. Okay, then you lose a okay, thousand. So you do lose a thousand. Yeah. I don't lose a thousand because I can use Sea Org. Yes. Well, you, you've been losing 10% every turn for some time now. I know. Well, let's put it to use. So. Uh, on my turn, I'm going to try to kill Sean again. So, six or higher, uh, I'm sending Seorg well, after him First, again. does he have to... What about the roll to see if he ends up in jail? Yeah, we have to do that first. So, you need a seven or higher. You seven. got a one, so you go to jail. Okay, but I have get-out-of-jail-free card. Yes, but, but you, you have to use that next you, turn. hire an assassin from within jail. Yeah. Because you're in jail. This is, this is bullshit. I don't. You like don't it. have the con. You don't have the contacts to do that. All right. Well, then it's Sean's turn, and you can't hire an assassin either. Well, we, and then, no, and we have to fight. Oh yeah, we do have to fight. Now we're on the same spot. Okay. So Jonathan's player A, Sean's player B. Can we make this a fight to the death? No. Okay, seven. Oh. I won. I get a bunch of your money. I get twenty percent of your money. Take it. Okay. <laughs> More money to give to <laughs> David Miskovich. Jesus. At Scientology. Um, I don't remember where I got the idea for the Scientology yeah. one. I don't remember. I don't remember writing most of this. Uh, I just yeah. I must imagine it was mostly in some sort of fugue state. It was at like various. There were some times when I would be. I probably shouldn't say this. I would be sitting in like lecture for like the class I'm TAing, and I would be writing these up in the back to like entertain myself, and I would be cackling. Uh, but about this, not about the lecture, it would be kind of funny. So it paints a very vivid picture. All right. So okay, then it's Sean's turn, I guess. That's my turn. So I use a get out of jail my last get out of jail free card to get out of jail for free. Okay, so we're both. Right. On... I can't send an assassin because I spent the beginning of the turn in jail, but I can move. Okay. Yes. I didn't move. And it's not your turn yet. It was my yeah, turn when I got out of jail. You didn't get out of jail yet. I did get out of jail. No, you just beat Sean. You got no, out of jail. I, you moved. I, then you got ended up in jail because you sent because of the assassin thing. Because he sent an assassin after me. No. And then I don't think you're right. So Jonathan, your last turn started with you going to jail because you were caught for murder. Oh right. Okay. But then you fought Sean. Then I fought Sean. You got his money, but you're still in jail. Okay. Yeah. But I'm out of jail now. And now I landed like community chest. Yeah. Well, you'll be out of jail once it's your turn if you use the card. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I have to roll for a community chest. Let's see what it is this time. You could use the double-sided dice. Seven. Well, then I can't get a one. Okay. Uh, your holiday fund matures. You get a hundred bucks. Great. I get a hundred dollars. You maybe need to do these. Because uh, these are these just the actual yeah. yes. ones? Yeah. You maybe, you know, I get, like, if you're using a literal physical Monopoly board that you would reuse the cards. 
um, but you maybe would want to consider doing something different for a community chest um, and chance. All right, then. Okay. Now it's Jonathan's turn. You want to get out of jail? I want to get out of jail, and I want to hire an assassin. You can't, because you were in jail at the beginning well, of your turn. Okay. Um, All you can do is move. Okay, I'll move. But you don't get killed in jail, so that's nice. Where do I move? The Pennsylvania Railroad, which Sean owns. Pay it? Fine, I'll pay. Damn right, you will. All right, and then I guess it's Sean's turn. I was sending an assassin after John. What about the random event? (laughs) This happens before the random event, right? That's what we said it happens at the beginning of the turn. I guess so. Yeah, Uh, It's 20, so Jonathan's dead. Not only is he dead, he's super dead. That's a fucking critical fucking hit. Hasta la vista, motherfucker. The blood fucking money. The fucking blood on your hands. My my fucking brother. You you killed my fucking brother and now you're dead. Huh, you like that? Huh, you like that? You're alone. You spent your fucking life alone. Your fucking dad was an asshole. Just and Now you're fucking dead. You had some hotels. I'm going to burn those down too. That's what you get. Kill my family. Sean, do you want to oh, do you want to quickly watch. recap the story of this game as you saw it? So, this was a story of a family that you know fell on hard times. You know, there was a dad who he cared so much about his children. Um his son had problems, was into drugs, um and was dealing them and using them, and the dad realized the only way to to save his son's life was to to enter that world with him you know to enter you know the world of darkness is the only way to protect his son from within the shadows that his son lived um but it was that exact same darkness that took that father's life and it was only through his sacrifice that the son realized um how much family meant to him and how how far off he had strayed from the life he should have led and so he took everything he inherited from his drug kingpin father um, and he, he went legit, you know, and he tried to live a legitimate life with his sister. Um, he got married, uh, to a, uh, you know, a lovely woman and had two kids and then a third kid later. Um, and he was living a happy life with his family when some piece of shit whose family, all they had done was end up moderately wealthy because they happened to have a dog that could dunk. Um, and somehow <laughs> that got them some quantity of money. And they they cheated their way into owning expensive properties that were shit and nobody stayed there and they wasted all their fucking counterfeit money on it because nobody liked it anyways. Um, And then whose father was immune to cancer and then sold that immunity (laughs) to um, pharmaceutical companies, which my character's noble father, upon discovering his the similar natural born immunity, reversed that and saved the world from the scourge that is cancer. Um... Well, it turns out that the son of the cancer immune asshole, um, well, he no, he got killed too by Anton Chigurh. So it was the second son um, of that the cancer immune asshole uh, got in a fight with uh, my character in jail. Um, he was a Scientologist piece of shit, <laughs> and so he sent his cult Scientologist scumbags to murder um, the son of the drug kingpin, um, who was tragically lost his life. Um, even though he had he had turned it around and was walking the straight and narrow, but the little sister never fucking forgot. She knew, she knew it all, um, and so she tried once, and the hitman failed, and she got out of jail again, and she knew what had to be done, and so she hired, I guess, an even better hitman, 
Um, she got into contact with Agent 47. Um, and Agent 47 uh, did what had to be done. And, and all is right now in the world. Um, because vengeance and the blood price has been extracted. That was elaborate. Uh, Thomas, you probably don't have to share your screen anymore if you don't want to. Uh, do we want to go through okay. and just maybe read a couple more of these random events, just for fun? Yeah, what are what are some of the good ones? All right, I'll just let's go through an order. Thomas, you can scroll with me. To stop me, Sean. You can stop if you see any you want to read out. Um, here's one of my favorites: is one road one number six. Well, I really love road one number three called the Terminator scenario, which I think is the longest one in the game. Uh, because it involves going through the scenario of the movie Terminator with all of the different steps. Uh, but I also really like 1-6, which is called Anti-Vaxxer. Uh-oh, you went too far down the TikTok rabbit hole one night, and now you are a committed anti-vaxxer. You refuse to get your children vaccinated for diseases like polio and the measles, and convince other parents in the area to do the same, leading to the first polio outbreak in 50 years. You now have the anti-vaxxer condition, AV, applied. You will have to roll every turn to see if your heirs are infected with a deadly disease. So if you roll, like, basically a six or higher, they get some deadly disease, and this continues through however many heirs you have left throughout the rest of the game, once you have depleted your count of errors, you no longer need to roll each turn for this condition. But if you gain any more errors, you must resume rolls each turn for this condition. So unless that level of the player dies, you will just continue with this because, you know, you just can't convince anti-vaxxers they're wrong no matter how many children they kill. Yeah. That one's pretty good. I like, uh, I like number 10. You develop, you develop the hunger. The hunger. You have developed an insatiable taste for human flesh. You become a prolific but classy cannibal who cooks people into increasingly elaborate gourmet meals. You now have the cannibal condition CB and must roll a six or higher each turn to get away with your gourmet lifestyle. If you roll five or below, you are captured and put to death for your mini grizzly murders. That was pretty good. I mean, I'm still sitting here looking at the seven Dragon Balls one and thinking about how, like dumb your wish was you know that because the because to be clear the dragon ball one is you can grant any wish other than to win the game to kill your opponent or their heirs or an infinite money and i like that those are like the three things but you could do anything else so like i was thinking i was spending a lot of the game thinking up other wishes like jonathan can only ever have a maximum of one dollar in any amount of money he gets that's more than one dollar goes to me until he is down to one dollar again um that was a thing i was thinking about um, you know, obviously you could just do said like the, the other player cannot buy any property. The other pay player may no longer roll a dice. Um, you know, um, the, the other player may only ever succeed at dice rolls that end up killing the player <laughs> might be a thing that you could do. Like there's so many different things you could do with that. Um, one that are so powerful and you were like, give me, give me two properties. I <laughs> Not even, not even like give me those two properties and the hotels. It's like you got the two most expensive properties, and then later you use counterfeit money to put the properties. Up. You could have just wished for give me the two most expensive properties and put hotels on them as they wish you could have done. It, it's true. I don't think I was thinking creatively enough. I think I'm going to leave that condition in the game unchanged because I like how create. It's it's rare that you would get it, but you have to be very creative to use it right. I think yeah, it might, it's... just in the sake of having a playable game, it might be better to write out, like, a list of options. That, there is one later that's also a wish. I think there's a genie one that does have you pick from wishes. Uh, but yeah, that's one. Yeah. 
I also want to make it clear that you don't put in the classic countermeasure of you don't make it impossible to wish for infinite wishes. So that is also a, a good loophole for the the player is I wish for the ability to make a wish whenever I want in the game. That's true. Um, and that would also be have been fun. I'm just saying, like, it would have been a very different game if I had gotten that, that one <laughs> right at the beginning and not you. Well, there you go. Uh, I am. I, the, there's a couple of these that do repeat across the four roads. The last four of each one, uh, the first sixteen are always unique, and then the last four are always the same. And one of those is the sacrifice an animal to the pagan gods. You got one of the good ones, but the bad one I think is pretty funny. If you sacrifice a chicken, the gods are insulted with your paltry gift of poultry, which is more demeaning to them than had you made no sacrifice at all. You are cursed by the gods. CG. They curse your bloodline until the end of time, meaning all your present and future heirs die off, and you yourself are cursed with broken legs and permanent incontinence. You will only be able to progress half as far on any roll of the dice due to these crippling disabilities. This is a permanent condition. You may never gain another heir, as this condition takes precedence over all other events in the game. It's pretty a remote chance that you would get that one, but it is, it's pretty fucked up. That, that is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Sean... I find it amusing the critical role ones of like that you know critical if you get a critical role which is rolling that the twenty, um you get three things that are basically useless <laughs> or largely useless in this game, um it, then but the thing that people wouldn't know if you weren't looking at the rules is that there is conditions for if you roll twenties multiple turns in a row you then if you get a double critical roll uh roll you get uh. Uh, you have achieved a miraculous double double critical, and as a reward, to have two options: take twenty thousand from the bank, or demolish as many of your opponent's houses and hotels as you want. You get a triple roll, which allows you to kill any opposing player without consequence, or seize two entire property blocks on the board, whether unowned or owned. Um, then, if you get four critical rolls in a row, you automatically win the game. A circumstance that is so phenomenally unlikely <laughs> would basically never occur. Um, but like. It, it abuses me that the critical role one is just like, oh, you get some, ah, it's, it's it, fine. You, get, you uh, want some money? Originally, this was one of my revisions, is it, it was much more like options B or C was what you got, and it was proving to be, mm -hmm. it was happening too often. And so I split it into these like successive critical roles. Um, yeah. So that's how that happens. But now the like, but the chances of rolling a 20 twice in a row is so minimal. It's such a small chance of all the potential. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like, have you seen in the handful of games you've done? Have you ever seen anyone roll twenty more? Yes, than I once have. In a yeah. row, really? Yeah, I mean it's it's remote, but it's not impossible. Yeah. yeah, it's not obviously it's not impossible, but it's very very unlikely. Yeah, the quad critical roll is probably impossible in actual play, but I mean it would happen eventually if you played it enough. But yeah. Yes, if you played an infinite number of games, it, it would happen. Yes. Uh, Sean, would you read Road 2, number 2 for me? Because I think it's funny. You take up playing the loot as a hobby. Roll a 15 or below, and you just enjoy fiddling around with your loot on the nights and weekends. You never become amazing at it, but it brings some extra creative fulfillment to your empty life. Roll a 16 or above, and you find out the loot was your calling all along, as you have an extraordinary talent for it. You record a best-selling album of loot music, Absolute Passion and set off on a lucrative world tour. You have the Loot God Condition, LG, and earn an initial $5,000 plus an additional $500 in royalties each turn. That's a pretty good one. Come a Loot God. That's pretty good. Let's see, there's also the Freaky Friday scenario where you and another player swap, swap bodies in the game and you take all their stuff, uh, but you can swap back. You can do a reverse Freaky Friday. Um, 
God, I, okay, I don't even remember this one. Sean, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna torture you. Read number six here. Fall into the time travel. I was curious if there was a time travel yeah. based one because I it, it seemed like something that would be fun. Uh oh. While walking home one day, you trip and fall into a time tunnel. You are transported to August 8th, 1974, coincidentally the day of President Richard Nixon's resignation. You attempt to find your way back through the time tunnel, but as it is an interdimensional tear in the fabric of space-time that you only fell into out of a one in a billion chance of spatio-temporal timing, you are unable to get back to the present day. The average American life expectancy is 79 years. Subtract your current age from 79 and determine whether or not you would still be alive today having fallen through the time tunnel. If yes, you may resume play and you gain an extra $15,000 due to savings and investments accrued during your nearly five decades spent in the past. You may also claim any bank of property on the board having spent many years working to deny it to one of your future competitors. If no, then you must roll a d20 to see if you can beat the actuarial tables, survive to the present, and continue playing. Roll an 11 or higher and you live. You may continue playing. However, you are now old and infirm. You do not catch up to the present with any additional money saved, having spent it all on healthcare costs. Additionally, you have the knocking on heaven's door condition, KHD, and you must roll again every turn to see if you have died in your sleep. You must continue rolling 11 or higher each turn to live. Roll a 10 or lower and you died before the present day. Your heir, if applicable, can take over where you left off. There is no inheritance tax because no one knows whether or not you're still alive out there. Yeah, how do you like that one? <laughs> that one is very elaborate. Like, I'm wondering if, they, if you could add what would be the most complicated one, which would be a time travel one where you have to re go backwards in time in the game <laughs> and move pieces back like a turn or two turns or something. Um, and then have like the ability to determine your role or something because you know the future because you lived it already. Um, something like that would be ridiculous. Thomas, would you be able to keep track of all that for us? <laughs> you know, if we're... <laughs> If it was one turn, yeah. I can just control Z all the way back. Yeah, if it was one turn, I think it would be feasible. Um, yeah. I'm going to yes. read out one of my favorite ones, which is number eight. Fall through an open manhole cover and meet the mole people. You are brought before Martlo Plixalax, the king of the mole people and lord protector of the great underground caverns. He gives you a d20 carved from the bones of the last human brought before him and commands you to roll it to determine your fate. Roll a 1 to 10. Your limbs are torn from your body by the mole king's royal guard and given to the mole king's sons to feast upon, while the mole king himself rips your still-beating heart from your body and greedily devours it while you take your last breaths. You are dead. Roll an 11 to 20, and the Mole King welcomes you to his court as the Royal Mole Ambassador to the Humans, and in exchange for your diplomatic services, you now have command of a small battalion of Royal Mole Guards, who you may sick on your opponents and kill. You also are given a stipend in the form of several precious gems the Mole People found underground, which you sell for $10,000. That one was very elaborate. That's the one I think my therapist might call the cops on me for. Uh-huh. Let's see. Uh, Thomas, one of these was written for you, which is 14, which is the prohibition scenario. Do you want to read that one for us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, fueled by puritanical hysteria, the government amends the Constitution to ban the sale of all alcohol. You decide to capitalize on the situation by becoming a bootlegger, hosting speakeasies out of your various properties. It turns out to be very lucrative. You now have the bootlegger condition, BL. You can collect double the rent on your properties from now on, but you must roll each turn to see if your illegal actions are discovered by the Pinkertons. Roll a three or higher to evade detection. If detected, you may elect to pay a $100 bribe to have Pinkerton look the other way. It's very easy to get out of because I... Prohibition was a very crime-friendly atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it also, that's a, you know, considering the totals we ended with, 
that's not a lot of money. No, so. it's not. Let's see. There's the yeah. Manchurian Candidate scenario. Moving on to Road Three, we did the No Country for Old Men scenario twice. That's a pretty good one. Um, let's see. There's uh, Adopt 101 Dalmatians. I like that one. You have to you have to build a farm upstate for them, but they can tunnel you out of jail. Very nice. I like the Become a Obnoxious Crypto Bro one. <laughs> You've spent too much time on Discord and are now hopelessly committed to dreams of the Web3 future. You invest half your wealth in an ICO for short, uh, Shardcoin, a new cryptocurrency scam run by a sweaty libertarian. Roll a d20 to see what happens next. 15 or below, you lose all the money invested when the sweaty libertarian immediately shuts down the coin and pockets all the money, for which there is no legal recourse. 16 or above, Sharkcoin has an initial period of seeming success, and you see bigger turns. Therefore, you invest the rest of your money in additional Sharkcoin. It immediately tanks, and you are left with one-tenth of your initial wealth from the start of the turn, which you make back by selling your Sharkcoin to another even bigger idiot. Uh, that's probably the most realistic condition in the whole game. Yes. Yeah. I like that I one. like that one, too. I also, the, initially when I looked at it, I read it as Sleddy Librarian instead of Sleddy Sweaty Libertarian. I'm like, what the fuck did librarians have to do with, oh, this Libertarian. It's Libertarians. Why is this Librarian so sweaty? Let's see, there's the Armageddon scenario. There's the Blank Check scenario. There's a lot of movies in here. Uh, Road 4 is where I think it gets really good because we have the opioid condition we already read. Uh, there is, Sean, you were asking about Moist Man. How about you go ahead and read 4-6 for us? Uh, four or six. During a comical misadventure, you fall into a vat of toxic chemicals. Roll to see the effect. One to two. The acid kills you almost instantly and dissolves your body beyond all recognition before first responders even arrive. Three to five. You survive, but are now slightly moist at all times. Doctors cannot discover a cure, but it only slightly affects your day-to-day -day life. You'll need to pay five dollars each turn for a new rag to dry yourself off during the day. This is known as the moist man condition. Six to ten. You develop superpowers. You now have the super strength condition. Automatically win any fight when confronting enemy player and become immune from being murdered except by a hired assassin. Hiring an assassin to kill a player with the super strength condition costs triple the normal amount though. 11 to 13, you develop superpowers. You can now have the phasing abilities of the kitty pride condition and can walk through walls. Escape from jail with ease whenever arrested and rob the bank with ease, only having to roll for solo armed robbery condition turn follow-ups. 14 to 16, you develop superpowers. You now have the powers of the Squirrel Girl condition. This allows you to commune with and control squirrels, so you have lots of new furry friends who can disable security cameras when committing a crime. 7 to 20, you gain godlike omniscience and are able to wipe out all other players and all their heirs with a snap of your fingers. None can oppose you, and you thus win I the game. I forgot about that one. <laughs> so. I like... I like that that's 17 to 20. It's not like 20, you have to get a crit. It's like, it, you know, it's as likely as any of the other scenarios. It is, it is. It's pretty good. Uh, okay, read 4 to 10, or 410 for me. Uh, for 10, get really into crystals. Uh-oh, you're super into crystals now. You start by buying a simple piece of Labradorite for $20 from a street vendor, but you find you really like its energy. Now you have the really into crystals condition. Every turn, you must buy one more crystal than the turn you bought before, with prices rising accordingly in the following pattern. Turn 1, one crystal for $20. Turn 2, two crystals for 20 plus 25. Then 3 crystals, 20, 25, 30. 4 crystals, 20, 25, 30, 35, so on and so forth. This is a permanent condition that can only be removed by death. For whatever See, that's one where, if I'm keeping score, I just hope that person dies immediately, because that's so annoying <laughs> yeah. to deal with. Yes. I mean, you, you should just type out the, like actual mathematical formula of like 20 plus in, like 5 in or whatever you know this is just like 
just let it deal with its own shit because yes that is that what gets very complicated if you're living past a few turns that does include though my favorite piece of writing in these rules which is uh-oh you're super into crystals now into something crystals about now. that sentence yep. makes me laugh very hard uh i'm gonna read the next one the reverse big scenario while at a carnival, you eagerly wish to ride a roller coaster called the Bashful Chipmunk. However, it is in the children's section of the carnival, and you are too old to be admitted. Dejected, you insert a coin into an antique fortune teller machine called Zoltar, and make a wish to be not big. It dispenses a card stating your wish is granted. The next morning, you wake up in the body of a six-year-old child. You now have the reverse big condition. This is a permanent condition. While not big, you may continue play, but you will not be taken seriously at the bank or real estate offices, and therefore will be unable to buy or trade property. You will not be able to collect money passing go, access your trust fund, or other investments and earning opportunities. The various crime options under player opportunity rules will also be closed to you, as nobody in the criminal underworld will take a small child seriously. To remove this condition, you may roll a d20 every turn to determine whether or not you can find the Zoltar machine again and wish to be not not big. You must roll a 12 or higher to successfully find and convince Zoltar to return you to normal. That one's pretty good. Uh, read the next one because this is another one of my favorites. Uh, which 12. one is that? Uh, 12? Okay. Oh, geez. This, is, this, this might actually even be longer than that. It is. One. Uh, you develop severe lactose intolerance. Unfortunately, though, you also have a weekly business meeting with a local dairy magnate who is one of your most important real estate tenants, and to continue doing business with him, he insists you drink the entirety of a large glass of whole milk in front of him, staring at you unblinkingly while you do so. You must do this, or your entire business will collapse. You now have the lactose intolerant businessman condition, the LIB. This is a permanent condition. You must roll a D20 every turn to see how this impacts your uh, lactose intolerance. 1 to 10, you will have poor digestion and general discomfort for the next few days, but you are able to go on as usual, and this permanent condition continues. <laughs> 11 to 15, you vomit and shit yourself uncontrollably shortly after the meeting, completely ro ruining your nicest business suit, which costs you $200 to replace, but your business with the dairy magnet continues, and this permanent condition continues. 16 to 18, you begin vomiting and shitting yourself uncontrollably during the meeting, which disgusts and offends the dairy magnet, who immediately cuts all business ties with you and begins badmathing you to the rest of the business community. You immediately lose half of your wealth, and going forward can only take in two-thirds as much rent as you would normally earn from properties. This is a new permanent condition, the lactose cat catastrophe con uh, condition, LC, which replaces the existing LIB condition. There is no way to remove it. 19 to 20, your lactose intolerance has developed into a full-blown dairy allergy, and as soon as you take the first gulp of milk, you go into severe anaphylactic shock. The dairy magnet has an EpiPen on his person, but refuses to use it as he is so offended that you did not finish your milk. You die writhing on the ground in front of him, and he refuses to do business with your heirs. You, going forward, can only take in two-thirds as much rent as you would normally earn from properties due to the heirs of the lactose intolerant businessman condition, the HLIB. How do you like that one? That this is the one you should show to your uh, therapist um, because this is there's n none of it makes sense. There, there's none of it. Here, here's the thing, Jonathan. I don't know if you considered why didn't you do this with the game of life? Why did you do this with Monopoly? Like the game of life is set up with like airs and like wacky events but on every space that you land on. That's like literally what that game is. And you've like said let's take the game of like like let's just take the game of life and then put a meaningless game of monopoly underneath this game of life we put on top of this game of monopoly are you criticizing my game 
I think I I'm just curious about why <laughs> why is it Monopoly <laughs> when when the Monopoly part of it doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, but that's the game. Thank you for playing, Sean. This was my 30th birthday podcast. I think uh, we might have to make this a tradition. This was fun to do these two podcasts. It was. I did. I did definitely enjoy this. Uh, I'll say it is fun. It did not um, illuminate for me the reasons behind its existence. It has made me concerned for you. Um, but it was an amusing game, that's for sure. Thomas, thank you so much for refereeing. Uh, could you tell the people really quick, you're a musician, you write music, and a bunch of it is now out on Spotify, Apple Music, all the platforms. Could you tell people where to find all your stuff? Because it's really good and it's easier to find than ever before. Oh, yeah. It's um, yeah, it's on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. It's just Thomas Lack is the artist's name. So, yeah, if you want to listen to some weird orchestral fantasy type music no but it's good stuff tell the people what's up there because like one of my i'll just tell people one of my favorites that you can listen to is for your uh undergraduate like thesis project you wrote a new score to the movie the cabinet of dr caligari the silent film and i love it i've seen i i've seen a lot of scores for caligari i didn't like any of them yours is great um the soundtrack for that is up there that's a really great soundtrack um what else um, yeah, that one's up there. Unfortunately, I used to have that score with the video on YouTube, but that got taken down. Um, other than that, I have a few other short film scores, um, and then my ongoing, uh, series of yearly, uh, symphonies based on tarot cards. Yeah. You have the symphony arcana are... is what you're calling it, right? Yes. And there are seven so far. They're really good. Actually, the seventh one's coming out soon. Yeah. yeah, so I would highly recommend these, and if you have one of those services, they're free. Go listen. Cool. Yes, I have. I have. I did not know about this, so I've now followed you on Spotify. Thanks, dude. Thanks for the plug, Jonathan. You're welcome. You. I feel and, like uh, we owe it to you because you had the absolute most thankless job today, <laughs> and I feel kind of bad about it. I just yes, told... and, you, and you made the theme song for Japanimation Station as oh, well. That's true. So. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, Japanimation Station. We're, we're grateful for the theme song. It's been very helpful. But yeah, thank you all for being here today to celebrate uh, our birthday. I don't know how we're going to top this if we do the birthday episodes in future years because Sean and I both came out swinging for these. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've still got my backup topic of making you play Enter the Matrix, uh, but I still assert that that is thing I shouldn't have to use of a birthday wish for. Yeah. Well, next year, uh, I hope you enjoy my next game, Sean, Chaos Scrabble. You just, it's just, just use the game of life, Jonathan. It's, you're just, you're just making a parody of the game of life. That's all this is.